Unravel, a fashion podcast presents Unravel After Dark, an exclusive Patreon series revealing the relationship between fashion and sex. This is a content warning. The series contains adult language and themes concerning sex and is intended for people 18 and older. Listener discretion is advised. This is a sex-positive podcast, and we support our guests and listeners and allow them to speak freely and candidly about their experience. Hello, sexy fashion nerds. Welcome to another episode of Unravel After Dark. We thank you so much for joining us today and being present and patient with us because I know I promised you so much and I haven't delivered, so I'm going to stop promising because we have new levels to talk about <laughs> regarding our patron levels. We are so, being honest with ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Power by saying no. Exactly. We have changed them. And also, we don't have a whole lot of patrons right now, and I feel like if we make the content um consistent enough in our ability and also like we'll have more capacity to make it more fun and engaging not to say that we weren't before because we definitely were but this is all to to help us to help you to create a good show yeah and to support us because every single dollar even if it's just one dollar which there is a level for just one (laughs) dollar helps us um with paying for our soundcloud um hopefully at some point in the future, uh, being able to pay the our contributors in addition to doing cool like events and stuff. So that would be amazing. Yeah, if we could at least be like, a, I would love for us to be like making like a profit. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't, it won't actually take much, y'all. So no, we have like a thousand listeners, like one dollar. Uh, one to two thousand? That's pretty good. <laughs> so Joy, do you wanna tell us about our new Patreon levels? Yeah, did you wanna shout out the pa- the patrons first? Sure, I can do that. So I'm gonna shout y'all out because you've been holding us down and we have lots of new patrons that have come through and helped us. So we have Adam Scriven, who follows us on Facebook for sure. I'm not sure if they follow us on our Instagram, but thank you, Adam, for being a patron. Anna Lucia Uhelen, she is also a patron, has been since 2018, so one of the earliest ones. Thank you so much. Christiane Nickel, you've seen her on our Unravel Live. She's also the host of the East Berlin Fashion Podcast. Emily Gruco, she's a ride and die colleague of mine, an archivist and Pilates instructor. Uh, we have Jordan Mikulski, who is Joy's beau <laughs> and amazing. Last name. So. <laughs> I don't know Jordan's last name, so I'm just going with what he put down. <laughs> it's not him. It's Nico. 
<laughs> Jordan well, joys anonymity. <laughs> we have Catherine Manson, and she is also a patron since 2019. We wow. have Lauren Boomerin. Thank you, Lauren, for supporting hi, Lauren. us. Yes, hi. <laughs> we have Melanie Mayer. And we have Nicole Henderson, who I did a zine with. Uh, she asked me to contribute. So thank you so much, Nicole. We have Sarah Fulton. We have another Sarah. Thank you. And we have Shakina Shazam. Thank you so much. She wrote us a message. She said, love y'all. And we love you and your support and for holding us down as a fashion nerd. And uh, last but not least, we have the venerable Joe Pauletti, everyone. <laughs> I feel blessed. It's great. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, all of these feel really good uh, to see that we have how many patrons? We have 13 patrons, and we're just so thankful to you all. And most of you we know also over on our Instagram. It's the same name as our show unravel podcast and um you all come on on the live and you just like interact with us so you guys are like fully in and and we really appreciate that a lot um and those that are listening if you want to figure it out and go on over and hang out with us uh you can go to our patreon it's patreon.com slash unravel podcast yes and, uh, there's we a lot of awesome tiers yes I can we, go into them. we appreciate all your help you know yes. Dana's a student. I am furloughed. Joy's working, but like the arts don't pay enough really <laughs> for our labors. So this is an independently run podcast. No network, no nothing, just our love. No ads really, you know, no. like for, for better or for worse, no ads. And we, we're kind of proud of that. Um, I think we've done a couple of ads, but it's really not consistent. Um, and it's and been hard to get to. them to actually give us money, so... Right. Uh, we should spend time on Unravel Weekly is talking about that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, about all of, all of that. But you all, they're supporting us and that's what we, we care about. Um, I just wanted to, to tell everyone about our tiers. So we have a, a $1 per month tier. It's called Fashion Patron. A dollar donation and we give you a shout out on Instagram, Unravel Podcast, um, and then weekly access to the Unravel Weekly's archive. So you'll see us kind of start plugging more in I'm about to send a whole batch of them over to our Patreon. So you're going to see a whole lot more if you already are a patron of ours. And then at the $5 tier, you are a fashion nerd. Congratulations. Um, you get a shout out on your Instagram. Um, you can ask a question. We will answer on the air either here or on Unravel Weeklies. And then you get access to Unravel After Dark, which is our intermittent sexy show right here on the Patreon. And you also get um, access to the Unravel Weeklies archive. So it's really just like a brain dump of Unravel Weeklies. And what I realize is that's perfectly good because for us, it's an archive and we can track it somewhere and um, we can give that to you all because it kind of starts to disappear and it doesn't really do well on Instagram stories. So eventually we'll probably end up deleting some of those. And so if you want full access to all of that, you have to go to our Patreon. Mm-hmm. And the last tier is our $10 per month tier called Fashion Lovers. And the extra perk for this is that you um, get more um, you get more access to Unravel After Dark, and you definitely can um, kind of include links or questions, and we'll usually include them. 
Um, Jordan's one of them, so he'll send me links all the time. And so I include them because he plays the top tier. So we listen to yeah. our top tier folks, just so you know what the perks are. And it's you're always welcome to donate so much more. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> so. I think like a flat hundred. That's cool. Some people have asked about that. Um, some people are taking advantage of the fact that there are, we do, I believe we do have like an open kind of way that you can just like, if you want to plug in five this, this, this month and you want to do three next month, like there's a ways for you to do that. So just like hit us up, let us know if you want to give more. Um, what's really helpful for those that are listening is for you all to share this with your friends and family and colleagues. And, um, we're so, we're just so happy that the fashion nerds that um, do that for us because then that means we get a bigger fan base. And mm-hmm. um, we definitely have been noticing those that have been tagging us and sharing um, our work and the type of narratives that we explore. So we do see you. You are awesome. Um, continue the good work. Yes, yes. And if you want to send us a flat fee, um, we do have a paypal.me slash unravel podcast is the url to you know just send us whatever it is you want to donate and we will happily accept and shout you out if you want to leave a message and we appreciate every dollar like i said we run a a squarespace which costs money we have the soundcloud so it does cost money to run this podcast and we've been doing it for five years. So that's been a lot of money. And also like the CSA trips have been supported by your funding that Dana and Joy have been on. In addition, we, um, you know, are women working in the fields and um, aren't always respected the way we should be, which is pretty common in fashion. So, <laughs> Yep, exactly. So yeah, we appreciate everyone that can give and we hope that even if you can't give, you can share. Share, 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 share. With oh, yeah, sharing is caring because the knowledge we have and the things we talk about and how we want to deconstruct ideas about fashion are um, useful for everybody. Mm-hmm. Darn straight. So should we get into the episode, Joy? Yes, we're going to talk about the nipple. Hell yeah, nipple politics. <laughs> Maybe that should be the name of the episode instead of Free the Nipple. Yeah. The idea, let's back up into dreamy storyland in which Joy thought that she was going to do research on the Free the Nipple movement and then realized there's a whole lot about nipples she did not know where. <laughs> yeah. It was that amazing line. because I didn't know like, oh, well, that feels kind of like all right, that seems like an easy episode. And there there was a lot of talk and, um, I don't know, I guess the media getting their feathers ruffled by this. But I just uh, thought it was going to be, yeah, a more streamlined kind of easy episode to talk about. And then I saw Joy's notes and I was just like, holy hell, there is so much here and so much incredible information that I didn't think about. So it really like blew the lid um, off of off the nipple, nipple, blew the nipple off the nipple. And (laughs) it's true. true. So I um, and I think because I don't have as many outlets, scholarly outlets as I did, let's say a year ago where I was like, oh, let's do this idea. And I would like write it out. 
Um, and I think I was getting a little exhausted. So I don't know where I found this, like, I don't know, the swell of need to like overcomplicate things once again. But here your nipples got swollen. <laughs> your brain got swollen. <laughs> oh, swollen with knowledge. <laughs> I just, you know, I'm happy to be back at this place that I can actually do research, right? Mm-hmm. This is out of the bounds of what I do at my other job. And so it feels like freedom to me um, doing so this research. I feel like the nipple is a mysterious item on the body, kind of like the belly button. Like it's just loaded. Mm-hmm. It's a loaded part of the body. So what is it? So it's a med- I'm going to give you the medical definition of what a nipple is. I think it's going to shock people because I'm constantly reminded that we don't actually know about our bodies. So here we go. <laughs> In mammals, a nipple, also called a mammary papilla or teat, is a small projection of skin containing the outlets for 15 to 20 lactiferous ducts arranged cylindrically around the tip. That sounded really sexy to me, which is why I'm including it. (laughs) It's like, oh, it's arranged cylindrically around the tip. Anyway, (laughs) marsupials and I don't know how to pronounce this, but I'm going to give it a go. Marsupials and uh, eutherian mammals typically have an even number of nipples arranged bilaterally from as few as two to as many as 19. Yes. Yeah. 19 nipples. That's a lot. That's a lot and an uneven number. So I'm, <laughs> you know, nature doesn't have to be even all the time. No, it does not. <laughs> Maybe we need to, like, um, there is, like, an ideal in regards to nipples for there always being two. And maybe we need to, um, you know, smash that idea, reconstruct it, as we do. The joke of the person where, like, if they have a third nipple in a weird place, like, they're made fun of. That's, like, a trope in movies. Yeah. And that's a really good point that you bring up. I don't have anything else to say, but I just realized that that's a trope in a movie, like, especially teen movies because everyone's exploring their bodies. Yeah. And so it's just like, I'm thinking of like American Pie and just, I don't even know if it comes up there. I'm just saying. It comes up in the movie Mall Rats. I remember it vividly. (laughs) Um, (laughs) There was some like a woman. I don't remember this scenario, but this very sexy woman had three nipples and that was like how she attracted people. Um, Yeah. I haven't seen mall rats in a while, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's worth seeing again, but uh... <laughs> I can convince Jordan for sure. Yeah. Um, I, w- I wanted to bring up this. I don't know where we can put this image. It's not necessarily the most like interesting image, but the first I tried to find the first representation within my bounds, my quick bounds of doing research um, and what it looked like. Um, and how people shaped it. And so there's a lot of domed nipples that were collected or purchased by this gentleman named, actually this person, because I don't know their, I'm gonna, hmm, I don't know their gender. So I'll say they, G. Depari. And they purchased a lot of these nipple-shaped, dome-shaped clay objects. Um, I don't know if they were sculptural. I don't know if they were supposed to be on sculptures and they were taken off. It's very weird. Pari uh, purchased these in 1958, um, and they, let's see, with a grant from King Gustav VI, um, 
So the skin of the nipple is in a rich supply of special nerves that we already know about and is sensitive to certain stimuli, right? So when I look at this image, I wonder if this is, this could be everything from an anatomical study to something that is pornographic, right? It could really run the gambit. And this is 1958, so people are a lot less um, shy about the nipple, but there was a certain time as we go through this history in which the anatomy of a woman was such a, a close kept secret because it was so, at a certain time period in history, it was so taboo to even like medically examine a woman nude. Mm -hmm. So it was very limited as far as like how much um, any given like general doctor, not a specialist, knew about the, the uh, female form or the femme form. Anywho, um, hiding the nipple has been an impulse since the 19th century for Western culture. This is according to um, historian Vanessa Grail. Um, and in the 17th and 18th century, nipple spillage uh, was an everyday occurrence for queens, couturiers, couturiers. Couturiers. Okay, thank you. Or couturiers, I guess. Couturiers and everyday women of society. Um, both intentional and unintentional, you see this through out um, paintings, uh, oh, yeah. hence this kind of pool of people, right? If it's um, courtesans, queens, and everyday women, but we're, we're talking like upper middle class women um, are being portrayed in, in the, um, the 17th through the 19th centuries with, you know, a little nipple. There was like definitely corset styles that uh, dipped below kind of like the uh, common breast area that would reveal some areola. Mm -hmm. And it was really common. So there's this um, photo that comes from actually from Vanessa Gall, Grawl, sorry. She also runs Messy Nessie Chic and she does pretty good references for her work, which is why I'm referencing this. Uh, yeah, she, she does, definitely. And she has her, her study just for those that like want bite-sized, blog-sized posts of what, um, sort of what we do. Uh, she she provides like a really quick snapshot of different points in fashion history that are interesting. So I'm going to butcher her last name, but Wilhelmine uh, N NK mm -hmm. uh, is Countess of Lichtenau. Um, this is by Anna Dorothea uh, Thirschbush, and it was made in 1776, a very pivotal moment in, in American history. Um, however, this wasn't made in America. Um, this particular portrait I find interesting because she has one glove off, one glove on. Her nipples are exposed. Very, both she of them. With her dog. Her dog's doing the same thing my dog does, which is like hang on you and just like look at you like you, like, you know, they need something, but they can't communicate it to you. <laughs> and I feel like that's all happening while this painting is going on. It's so interesting. There's a lot of nature behind her. It looks like even maybe the shape of a building. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, that was loud in the mic. Yeah, there does look to be some building to the left of her and then open mm -hmm. pastoral scene to the right. As she kind of lays in a semi-pastoral. It's very English inspired, in my opinion. Yeah, and Thursbridge um, worked in England and I want to say either Spain or, or France. Mm -hmm. So that's where they worked, which is very... This, this particular um, bodice also looks very English. Yeah. The color, not so much, but I'm, that's not necessarily my wheelhouse. 
I think this might be the photo that we use for um for the post so you okay, all will know what we're talking about. <laughs> So Vanessa Grawl states, um, if a woman were to show both breasts, however, in portraiture or in public, this generally hinted something else about her virtues and social standing. Um, Nell Gwyn uh, was the longtime mistress of King Charles II, which I think is, um, she has she might have a memoir out, and one of the most celebrated actresses of her, her day. She was painted with both breasts fully exposed, which was more common in the costume world of theater, plays, and ballets. A lot of this kind of uh, understanding of the actor and the female performer then laid, laid waste to tropes about folks aligned in those particular uh, roles or particular jobs and occupations and also being sex workers. So I think it's interesting to kind of see how that correlates. Um, and that, that still becomes kind of like a trope even into uh, the 1910s. Because in um, several of Josephine Baker's uh, memoirs, when she said she wanted to, you know, go dance just to do the Chitlin circuit and then to do vaudeville, um, her mother and her family almost disowned her because they felt like she was just going directly into prostitution. So I'm just prostitution, sex work. Just wanted to bring it up since it seems to... <laughs> I'm already seeing this kind of like congealed together already in the late 18th century. And I'm not sure if that trope exists prior to that. This phone, it'll come through. Yeah, <laughs> it totally is. <laughs> Hang on. Hi, Mom. <laughs> Mom? Hello? Hi. 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 Uh, you're being recorded right now because I'm just starting an episode. <laughs> Oh, I can let you go. Okay. <laughs> okay, I love you. I love Bye. You too. Bye. 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 Bye